Hello, everyone, and welcome to Petite to Queen's Practical Wisdoms in Sales podcast. I'm Amanda, your host of today's show, and I'm here with our co-founders, Lynn and Tina. Today, we'll be discussing how you can recover from a misstep in both the sales process and with your client relationship. What kind of missteps can occur during the sales sales process, and how can you recover from those missteps? Lynn? You know... I think the better question is what can't happen, you know, <laughs> I think this is a list um, that should be, um, should have the infinity symbol next to it. <laughs> Am I right, Tina? <laughs> Absolutely. Always, always. Yeah. yeah. Whatever so, can, will. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to start this with a, sharing a misstep that I had and how I recovered. So, and, and this is just going to be one scenario, right? Um, and this was during an on-site meeting with a, with a new client. And the director had been very resistant uh, to work with our company. Um, however, her project manager had done a lot of business with us in a previous um, situation. So this was uh, our first project, as I mentioned, and I was really anxious uh, to develop a better relationship with the director and, and really build on that relational capital that was just just in its infancy. So uh, while they were reviewing documents uh, in the conference room, I was actually called out uh, of the meeting. And before leaving the conference room, I made sure that they knew uh, where the coffee was and how they could access that and where the restrooms were. And then I stepped out. And after taking care of uh, the matter that had come up that needed my immediate attention. And I was, you know, really why I was on the way back to the conference room. And I was talking to my coworker about how excited I was to have the client here and really working on our first project together. And going further, I was going, oh, I was just, I was really concerned. I was sharing how concerned I was that the director had been resistant to working with us and that we needed to knock this out of the park. You know, I rounded the corner and it had a tea with our coffee room and wham, who's there right in front of me? The director. And, you know, she had obviously overheard the conversation and, and, you know, I was mortified, you know, and, and it was like I'm the, the deer in the headlights and, you know, a moment of silence. And, and I just, I said, well, now the cat's out of the bag. Uh, we truly <laughs> want this project to go well. You know, we value your business, and I hope this is the beginning of a long, mutually beneficial relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, she smiled, and she responded, I do too. Nice. So, nice. you know, yeah. honestly, it's because I faced that situation head on with candor, with honesty, yeah, a bit of humor. You know, I was able to fully recover from my indiscretion because, it, I, you know... <laughs> It's like, how far can you put your foot down your mouth? And so that's my my war story. Uh, very, very simple um, situation with a misstep. And Tina, um, I yeah. know you have so many war stories. So what's your oh, favorite? Oh, no, no. Everything that I do goes very smoothly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually had rather a similar war story, but it was on a conference call with a sales team and uh, a replacement that had been had come in for my client that had was no longer there and i were talking in the sales team and i'm saying all right well let's listen i don't know what this person's going to be like and blah 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 and i mean stupid 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 the guy was already on the phone 
Zoe heard all the entire conversation. I'm like, well, now you know how we process. <laughs> Now, now you know how we how we go through go through things. It was a really uphill battle with him, though. Um, it wasn't quite as easy a transition as what what you what you experienced. Um, it just it taught me to always know who's on these conference calls before you start talking. But anything can go wrong. My gosh, there's you know we can we can misquote a price, we can miss deliveries, we can uh, forget about. Um, uh, you know, finding out what the purpose is of of a, of a product or service, and and trying to to, to sell to a, a, a what we have versus selling to what the client needs, and that's something that you and I, Lynn, we we really uh, work towards. Are the, is that relational selling and the consultative selling, and not so much widgets. Um, but um, and but because of that, there are a lot of steps that take place, and there are a lot of lot of things that can can um, go awry during the process. And it's it's a, a really a matter of of um, owning up to it and and uh, keep moving, keep moving. And humor goes a long way, <laughs> both both for ourselves and with our clients or or internally, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what about client relationships? Are missteps more serious and harder to overcome? What would you say, Tina? I, you know, missteps are missteps. It doesn't matter if it's a, a client or a or a prospect. Um, with the client, what you want to be very, very careful of is to not take advantage of the fact that, that you have an existing relationship. Um, and if, if anything, you want to, to, um, to be, if you're not already on top of it, you want to be just steps in front of it. The one thing that is true in all in all sales relationships is that there's everything's great. Everything we can all get along and we can think that we we just have the best relationship as long as everything goes along smoothly. It's when there's a mistake that the the true test of the relationship comes in. And that's yeah. between the salesperson and the and their client. That's when that's when you find out the metal of both of you yep. and and that trust and you can build the trust you can build your your the confidence your credibility your ability to address things head on that's that's really when um, when you when the the relationship is solidified Lynn what do you think oh yeah the proof is in the pudding you know and mm -hmm. and you know I think that in this case you know our missteps are more serious and harder to overcome um, mm -hmm. it all depends upon the misstep so mm -hmm. I'm going to say that, you know, you need to take immediate action and demonstrate genuine concern over the situation. And that's going to be a, a big step right there to helping you recover. Um, okay. and, and while you always want to do the heavy lifting uh, to resolve the misstep, um, it is so critical to promptly acknowledge the situation. And, and this is even if you don't have a clue on what the solution is. You've got to let the customer know that you understand how important this is to them, uh, to, mm -hmm. to their organization, and that relate to them that you are concerned and your organization is concerned and that you give them a time about when you're going to get back to them with additional information. So um, I, I, that's the absolutely the number one thing that you can do to make it easier to overcome the misstep. Um, you know, and, and honestly, the, the hardest situations are when you, you don't you don't know or you don't recognize 
how serious a misstep was in the eyes of the client. Right. Because, you know, and this is another reason that you've got to be actively asking questions, um, following up afterwards to make sure they were completely satisfied and how you could Im improve. Because even if you think something went perfectly and it was brilliant, they may not have the same perception. Um, so you've got to peel back those layers. Um, and this is vital to improving and building your relationship. Um, and, and all along with this is you're building that relational capital, you're asking for and you're receiving um, the, the feedback that you need and you've got to hear it and you've got to take it seriously. And so that, Ellen, kind of, that's, that, that's so important. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm interrupting you, but that is just so important because this is when opportunities come up for other people. Oh, for yeah. our competition. This is exactly what happens is there's an opportunity, there's a gap for some reason. And and if we're not on top of it, if you're not staying in, in with that communication, as you're saying, Lynn, that is the opportunity that somebody else is waiting for. Yep. To yeah, come in. Yeah, that communication yep. gap of making sure that just yep. because you think it all went great, they may not have yeah. that, that same perception. So, you right. know, um, well, and, while you're walking around boasting that everything's yeah, fine, and, yeah, oh, I took care yeah, of that. The next thing you know, you're, blind, yeah, you're blindsided, <laughs> yeah. right? Exactly, so it's that exactly. the rapport and connection that you develop with your clients that really allows the customer to provide criticism and alerts when they perceive that there's a misstep. Because once again, some people will simply not tell you. They're not gonna volunteer it. So you mm -hmm. have to be asking those questions. So right. I mean, we've pivoted during this. <laughs> yeah, we have. <laughs> Question. <laughs> those are my two key points. What methods do you utilize to recover from a client relationship misstep? Lynn, what works for you? Oh man, fearless honesty and genuine concern, okay? So it is utterly pointless and stupid to lie about why or how something occurred. Um, you know, you are working with smart, savvy individuals and they will see right through the falsehood and, and if not immediately, eventually, you know? And you are digging a hole and, and, and now a, a pyramid of untruths that they are gonna crash down. And I'm gonna tell you this, it is incredibly difficult to recover from dishonesty. Um, and in fact, I don't know about you, Tina, but I don't believe you ever fully recover. No, no, you know? so And no. Um, so, you know, with that, th this, this is so connected, this honesty, you know, fearless honesty with concern. It's there's this connection because if you don't give a rip what happened, <laughs> you're never going to recover. Okay. Well, you, and you don't deserve to. Yeah. You don't deserve. You don't deserve yeah. to have that client relationship if you're right. not going to step in there and be an advocate. No. You know? And so clients can see right through. Uh, you know, feigning concern. You know, and so so, and this is even if it's in a one and done sale. Um, you're never going to receive a referral, you know, um, you, you know, because that customer, their problem was not managed or addressed with respect and responsibility. Mm -hmm. So, you know, before you can get to the humor, you've got to express that fearless honesty and genuine concern. Um, and, you know, remember that the customers, you know, they're going to be twice as likely to share negative experience than a positive. So mm -hmm. that bottom line is you've got to give a dang, <laughs> you know, and, and it's your livelihood. 
and you should mm -hmm. care deeply and express that concern to your client. I mean, you, you know, don't have to go into some kind of sob story, you know, but you know, you got just gotta say, you know, I am so sorry this happened. Um, and then you roll up your sleeves and you fix it. So, um, and you get right into it and do the heavy lifting. Tina, Tina, what are your, your suggestions here? You know, I don't have, I have just a couple additional thoughts. You know, obviously we need to own it. Um, we have to, if there's a misstep, I, I worked for a, for a, a company at one point that no matter what happened, if there was a problem, it was considered a sales failure, quote unquote, sales failure. Didn't matter if it took place in the plant or it took place in shipping or it took place someplace else. It and it had nothing to do with you personally, but it was a sales failure if there was a if, if something happened. And what that really translated to was that it's up to sales to fix everything. Sales has is the first line to that customer, yep, first, first line, line to the client. Yeah. And and it is always up to sales to figure it out. Don't bring problems to your client. It's not their problem. It's your problem. Right. Even if they're the ones that make the mistake, or even if they're even even if sometimes sometimes the client might not have all the facts. But it's still not their problem. It's your problem. That's what you're there for. That's that is your um, that that's what you are bringing to the table is your ability to find solutions and to be there if there's a problem on whichever side it is. It's your it's up to you. And that's what people rely upon. And that's what builds, as Lynn says, to the, the relational capital. Yep. And this is what builds long term strong relationships. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's so it doesn't matter to your point, like if the customer was in the in the quote unquote wrong, if you cannot be assessing blame and right. pointing the finger um, because there is a constructive way that you can move forward from that. And if you put it all on them, it's just going to make them mad. And that's yeah, a misstep sure. that you probably won't recover from. So, right. you know, you know, suck it up <laughs> and find the solutions uh, that work um, because you do, you own it. I love that, Tina. Mm -hmm. We have just one more question and it comes from Sue in Cincinnati, Ohio. Sue asks, we made a huge mistake on a recent order for one of my big clients. This was compounded by a rude customer agent when the initial notification came in from the client. Can I recover from this? Sue, thank you for your question. Tina, how would you address this? Well, Sue, there's nothing worse than, you know, insult to injury, right? You have a client that's upset, something hasn't hasn't happened properly, and they end up talking to to someone that, that really could care less, that doesn't have that relationship. It, the first thing you need to do is to take ownership of this problem, apologize on behalf of your company get the facts and go back to your client with solutions, right? If there was a mistake, I don't know what this mistake was. I can tell you that, that we made a huge shipping error one time and had sent something out without verifying um, what the hours of delivery were. And I, this was something and it, and, it, and it arrived late and they couldn't get it and we had to, to figure out where to store it for a night and then get it back. That wasn't the client's fault. That was our fault that we had not done the due diligence of making sure that the product could be delivered when we wanted to deliver it. Um, it doesn't matter 
what the what the situation is you can go back later and talk internally to your internal sales processes um, and and take that customers it's certainly no customer service if if they're not handling it properly but um, uh, certainly to the customer agent to their to their team and use this as a as a, a quote unquote a learning opportunity but um, how you can you recover from it absolutely by taking charge and by not having them talk with anybody else but you you solve it um, that's how I would I would handle that Lynn what do you think yeah you know absolutely you can recover from this um, other suppliers have made errors on orders it's, it's just this mm -hmm. just something that happens every day it's um, problem yeah right and you know and other companies have had rude employees who act unprofessionally I mean to your point mm -hmm. it's insult to injury mm -hmm. you know you do need to take immediate action sue um, but you know sincerely apologize for the error on the order uh, present your plan on correcting the error as soon as possible dog that corrected order to ensure it goes smoothly and is completed quickly um, over communicate with the client on the solution and the progress. So in addition, you've got the second issue that the rude customer agent. Um, and, and of course, you've when you've apologized, you've also apologized for their egregious behavior. But uh, simply stated, um, I'm, there's no excuse for this type of behavior. Um, right. uh, and so uh, you need to get your management involved. Um, mm -hmm. And because uh, this can't happen. <laughs> and um, they also should be taking action they should personally phone you know or go to visit the client and apologize not not just for the order or order but that the disturbing behavior that was exhibited by this customer agent um, you know the, the the agent may need to be removed from the account I mean it really depends upon the situation and the client you know many people are forgiving especially when their concerns are addressed promptly with concern mm -hmm and addressed so mm -hmm. um, I, I it you know I, I really think this is so important to actually really see the client face-to-face -to, -face, to really mm -hmm. review the corrective actions um, and ensure it never occurs again so yeah. I at the end of the day you know your prompt response your diligence to resolve it and your genuine care are going to go a long ways to recovering from this misstep and um, getting your management involved to address that customer agent um, and also demonstrating that professionalism and genuine concern is uh, really going to, I think that's going to be your magic, you know, the, the magic potion that, that, that get, lets you recover from this. <laughs> so. yeah, I think, yeah, and no, I, I think, Lynn, too, it's an opportunity for management to shine, uh, yes. to, to bring your management in and um, have them not only take care of it and and assure your client that that all eyes are on this and that they did take this seriously but also as an opportunity to support you in your sales role um, it's a wonderful opportunity to, to, to show that it's that, that you do have backing and that there are capable people back there and that they are an important client that their business is important yeah and it, it demonstrates the you know the organization the culture within your own organization of how they're res responding to this client right exactly yep yep customer really important yeah 
Thank you, Tina and Lynn, for your sage advice. I'm sure it will be helpful to Sue and others struggling to overcome a big misstep. We want to thank all of our members and guests who joined us for today's podcast. Next week will be another terrific dialogue at Petite de Queen. If you have a question or would like to suggest topics for discussion, please email us at jointheconversation@petitequeen.com, and be sure to follow us on our social channels for all the latest updates. 